And now, live from the new house in Burbank, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes a guest. He's a comedian who wakes up every night at 2 a.m. with the anxious thought, how did Mr. Magoo make it across that construction site alive? It's David Huntsberger. And she's a comedian from House Colvert, first of her name, the frequently burnt breaker of leashes and mother of doggos. It's Renee Colvert. Chef Jeff is here to make jello molds of Bob Mold out of actual mold. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board, love bus, say hello to your best friend, Allison Hello, my little overnight oats. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. I would like to say hello to my guests, but first, that carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon by Lauren Kelly. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen is where you, where you go. There's behind the scenes content. There's bonus episodes. There's a live stream I do monthly. There's an, a level where you get merch in the mail. All sorts of fun stuff. Also, I have recently started using the Patreon lens feature. Patreon. Patreon. Which you can get on the Patreon app. Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let me down now. <laughs> um, and it's sort of like Instagram stories, but for Patreon. And like you can only see it at a certain level. And I've shown people the podcast studio to be. I've shown them the flowers in the backyard. I've shown them multiple pictures of Ray's shit with the caption Ray's shit. <laughs> Not his actual shit. Sure. But um <laughs> but it's actually taking up more space in our place than his poop would be. Anyway, hello David Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Hello David Hunts. Hello. How goes it? Good, how are you? Good. Your hair is doing that thing once more where it's it's become shorter. Oh just yeah. by virtue of it being so long. I like to do it just to throw you off. You ha- you have not cut it though, right? Maybe I have. Maybe I go cut a millimeter or two off it every now and again. I don't think keep you, you guessing. I just don't think you do. I think your hair it, for it grows out and it's like too much, too much, and then it gets extra springy and just yeah, it, it just recedes into itself. I have that thing where uh, I think you see this in pets. Like, mm-hmm. I never realized that dog was so skinny mm-hmm. when they get wet and like the hair, yes. the poofy hair. And my hair when it's wet is really long. Where I'm like, oh, wow, that's way longer okay. than it looks like. Yes. I'm that dog. <laughs> <laughs> I had a similar, this is gal chat when you think about it. No offense. Um, I hey, had I'm s- into it. <laughs> I've learned how to brush my hair. Okay. I'm gal chat. Yeah. Par- I feel like part of the reason I did this is because uh, it's easy to talk about uh, trans people and or any group that's marginalized. Mm-hmm. But what can straight white dudes do? Nothing other than go, I'm there with you. But yeah, right. You look like every Republican senator in those pictures that secretly is voting in a mean way. Not me. No. <laughs> no. Your, your hair says you understand the struggle. I'm on it. your side. I now understand how to apply conditioner appropriately. Things of this nature. What I don't you, care what, for what's that. What's the technique? What have, you, what have you come upon? Someone told me recently that you take like a comb while you're in the shower. Mm. And, and run it through your hair? With the conditioner in it. Oh my God. Oh. Gets rid of the tangles. In shower detangling. Yeah. I hope you're using a wide tooth comb. Actually, you know what? I was going to say I hope you're using a wide <laughs> tooth comb. That would be the traditional thing. But um, I think that actually in a shower with conditioner, you could use uh, any kind of teeth pattern you want. I went and dug up this old comb I had. 
Oh my god! It's comb for ages, <laughs> and it's got the variety. It goes oh, thin to I'm, big. Uh-oh. Those are great yeah. for like sticking in some wax paper and making a instrument out of. Do you know oh, what I'm talking I've about? I've never done that. I believe it. It's like a homemade kazoo. <laughs> it is. It's super fun. You tell me this comb of mine can have a variety of <laughs> yeah. not mm-hmm. only uh, tooth widths, but also uses. Yes. On into it. You know what the worst gift to give a three-year-old is? And we learned the hard way. A kazoo. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> have I shared this on the show? No. Daniel went out around Christmas time and came home with some gifts. And it was like, look, I got some kazoo. It was one of those things where it's like, we needed gifts for the family, sure. and he just got a bunch of stuff, and it's like, oh, who should we give this to? Who should we give this to? I got four kazoos. <laughs> I thought that'd be fun. And I didn't want to be a killjoy or a spoil sport. Yeah. I didn't want to harsh his mellow. I just didn't want to be myself. What about a buzzkill? I didn't want to be that either. <laughs> Not either. Okay. <laughs> Consider right. it. A Debbie Downer? You, yeah, Captain Bringdown, maybe? Yeah. A soggy Sally. I didn't want to be a turd in the punch a bowl. A womp womp wedding. Yeah. I didn't want to be a party pooper. <laughs> I didn't want to rain on his parade. <laughs> Um, I didn't want to be any of those things. Yeah. So I bit my tongue and I didn't say what I was thinking, which is who wants to be around a bunch of people playing kazoo. <laughs> so two of them stayed here. Two of them made it down to Orange County and one was given to my nephew, who's three. And then one, the intention was to give it to Elliot, but we didn't after we we experienced like two hours of pure, unadulterated kazoo enjoyment. Yeah. Um, and... I think we all regretted giving it to him. And I apologized to my sister, but she's like, no, he was having so much fun with it. Yeah. Like, yeah, but... Those are the type of things that uh, parenting, like having those heart-to-heart moments or maybe the first this or that. But then there are those other moments where I just picture myself walking out into the sea and <laughs> kid with a kazoo going nuts extendedly that's one of those yeah yeah that's when you imaginary imaginarily take up smoking go out for a pack of cigarettes and never come back yeah yeah but it doesn't amplify the sound right it just makes it buzzy what does the kazoo do exactly it's it's la- i'm trying to think if it's actually louder than if you were just to make a super obnoxious noise with right. your mouth yeah but it's the, just yeah kind of just that even barely you don't have to order on. some and then we'll just do a whole podcast <laughs> well, via kazoo. It's funny you say that because we still have some. Uh-oh. I saw them the other day. I, you can't. I, what does one do with a kazoo? I can't get rid of it. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I think when people do that, the quick ones. Right. Where they, like, oh, oh no, I meant literally like, how do I get rid of these kazoos? Oh, yeah. But like also, what, are you suggesting that like Reveille is on a kazoo? I picture like a group of Shriners or people in stupid hats at like a New Year's. <laughs> and yes. they make it sound fun. Like they're doing the whoo yeah. Kind of a sound with it. Right. Go, ah, these fellas know what they're doing. They I also think yeah. choir show they're fun when all of a sudden a kazoo comes out and right. we're gonna sing this next Is verse that for tone? Via kazoo. Uh, no, it's not a tune uh, not a pitch pipe, because that would be oh, okay. But yeah. the pitch pipe is like the classed up kazoo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um sure. yeah. A kazoo signals like wackiness mm-hmm. and hijinks yeah. are about but, but not as much person. as a slide whistle. Yes. <laughs> that now that is fun. Yeah. It's always fun. <laughs> that is then you show cool. up with a kazoo. Okay, we're not partying, kazoos are lame. Okay, it's not too much of a sad <laughs> thing. You can't go well, there's no use a kazoo could ever chip in and make a situation better. Whereas right. a slide whistle, someone goes, I didn't even I was just the diagnosis was so intense. I don't even think I heard it. And then a friend goes, Ooh. <laughs> I think everyone would start laughing a little bit. I think that's how right. good a slide whistle is. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Any type of news. Mm-hmm. I think you follow it with that. Right. <laughs> good. Yeah. 
I love right. it. Divorce. I lost my job. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or good news. We're having our third. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. I'm on board for it. Yeah. It's the new air horn. Renee, yes. I'd like to uh, <laughs> welcome you to the show as well. I did not want to get in your <laughs> No, it's okay. I know. I, know. I too was like, wait a minute. I, there's something this? I meant to do. Yeah. And we never officially got into gal chat, really. Well, I know. Well, I've been going back and forth. Thank you. Sure. So I had a similar hair thing uh, where you were saying that when you comb it out, it's down to your butt, down to your nipples. How far down is it? I wrap it around the entire length of my body several times. <laughs> down below like, my feet, like a vacuum up into cord. my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and then I tell by how much I've swallowed. Like, Whoa. Right. And I pull it out. Like, it's a lot. Yeah. Um, well, I had the reverse, which is now my hair is so long in life. Oh, I talked about it on the last show. The Like, David, you weren't here for this. Just my... So I took a series of selfies each one worse than the one before where I'm like, I just look like a potato with a, <laughs> my don't. body's an inverted triangle. My hair looks like straw and a potato. Just, I'm just not into what I'm putting out. So <laughs> I thought my hair is so flat and lifeless, which I pay good money for someone sure. to make it yeah. do that. Cause naturally it's sort of like David's hair. Right. Um, I am insulted, frankly. No, no, no. You pay good money not to have my hair? How dare you? But you wear it so well. <laughs> Don't you start with me. I want someone to be like, she looks like the wife of a Republican senator. <laughs> but um, so I thought I, I would like to experiment with curling or putting some kind of volume or body into my hair. The same body that I pay money to get rid of. Now I want to insert, put it back. People who have frizzy hair understand yeah. the struggle. You get it, Renee. So clearly. Yeah. It's a, you got to straighten it so that it's not frizzy. You got to get the, it, get it smooth. And then if you want curl and to have smooth curl. Yeah. It's curl just a it lot of you heat. want. Yeah. So anyway, I, we were, we were texting we about were? curling wands. We, and where'd we land on that? What do you think you're going to do? I think gonna I'm going to get one. Yeah. But then okay. I saw they have a thing called a ball wand, Uh-oh. which it looks like it's so much looks like a sex toy. Oh, yeah. I've it's, seen you've those. seen those. There's no way that, that yeah. isn't being stuck in it's, some um, orifices. Yeah. There's no other way to describe it except for anal beads. Like it just looks. Anal beads that heat up yeah. and you wrap your hair around. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The look on everyone's face. It's, they're not <laughs> thrilled about it. No. Uh, anyway. Um, then. Renee, yes. I've never heard you say anal beads before. I know. Every, I think that's what the looks came from. They're just like, because you she seem so wholesome. Oh, you're trying to picture what we're talking about? Well, because anal beads are on a string. Right? Yeah. Imagine if the string was a rod. Okay. <laughs> this is and for the whole, hair? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jeff. Oh, no. You can't Could spin we? your computer around. Oh, that's true. Um, oh, I'm not Googling okay. anal beads. No, 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 no. <laughs> just, I'm already just, on enough list because of this show. <laughs> Just no, Jeff. Go ahead and Google that. Go I was ahead and say, give but that you can look up <laughs> ball, ball or bubble wand. A bubble wand would bubble work. wand. Yeah, but that might be some a thing you blow bubbles through. Possibly but hair bubble wand. Yeah, curling we, bubble we wand. Okay, I'm sorry, Jeff. I know, I know. It's going to be over soon. Anyway, long story short, I curled my hair, and I was like, oh, if I curl my whole head of hair, it's going to be half the length it is right now. I'll have a chic but bouncy bob. Yeah. Well, why didn't you do it? Uh, cause like I didn't want that. <laughs> That's fair. Do you want the Republican senator look? I That's want it. Yeah. Whose yeah. curly hair would you want? I think your hair looks good when you curl it, Renee. That's real nice. I don't know what I want. I think I wanted to see what it would look like curled and then decide I don't really want that. Yeah. You know what could benefit this great nation of ours? What's this? A month oh, no. that was everyone <laughs> going 
the pictures actually come up with a black glove hand. Yeah, yeah. the glove is <laughs> yeah. the. So like, you don't. So did you, you don't see that? Smell the glove. Yeah, I right, did right, see right. it. Yeah. <laughs> That's no. kind of what I was imagining. Sort of yeah. like um, an alien future sci-fi ray gun type thing. Yeah, yeah, that's like, a better way to describe it. Right. Yeah. And yeah, the glove is so you don't burn yourself as you're wrapping your hair around it. Or leave fingerprints on your victim. Yeah, that also. <laughs> but a true. month where everyone goes with their real hair. No toupees, no dying, no crazy God, going to the great? salon for six hours. No, just everyone goes like, this is how I really look. I get curious about that because I think I am like 80% gray at this point. I went gray really, really early. And I'm just curious, like, how old would you think I am mm. if I didn't do anything to it? And I mom, think people would go to 60. No. <laughs> no. It it, revert, it brings it back because, like, the kids, remember during the Olympics a few years ago, all the young, most athletic people on the planet, a bunch right. of them had gray hair. Like, that was a style to diet. Yeah. It just, your face is your face. The hair, I think pe- my mom was dyeing her hair to a level where, like, Everyone knows you're dying. Sure. <laughs> and she had the coolest gray hair, and so she finally let it grow out. Looks amazing. Huh. Looks so cool. And I feel like I'd like to see that specifically in women because not a lot of people can play Jane Goodall. Yeah. And that should be a role everyone aspires to play. Mm. She looks so authentically awesome, and then everyone is like getting so pulled back and plumped, and that's not a real human look. No, it's true. not. So wait, Renee, yes. this... This chestnut color that we're looking at. Yes. It's not. It wasn't brought to you by CVS. What? Really? <laughs> this, isn't, this isn't me at all. What uh, is your natural color? It's well, honestly, gray. it really is gray. It's so gray right now. The fact that it's like lighter brown, like this. But you have multiple hues going on. You've got low gray. lights. You've got highlights. No, yeah. no it's the it's, it's just the, the gray. Interesting. It's when the color, the gray takes the color. Yeah. So I dye it dark brown. And then because I got so much gray in there, it looks like uh, highlights for days. What? I would not have guessed. That's no, nice. nor would I. That's nice. It's pretty good. Way I to go had, CBS. a pal who was so inspiring who did exactly what you suggested, David. Uh, she uh, she got pregnant and she uh, found out it was a daughter. And she's like, yes, that exactly. Jane Goodall should be her role model. I'm not going to dye my hair anymore. And that coincided right as she was telling people that uh, she was pregnant. And so she was full blown gray and like 36, I think she was. And uh, everybody kept coming up to her like privately, like pulling her aside. And they're like, you know, they have dyes now that you can still dye your hair even though you're pregnant. <laughs> and you go, she's like, no, it's a power statement. It's a thing. Uh, but so many people were just like, yeah, go ahead and don't do that. Because it makes people feel weird, I think. What color hair did you have as a kid? Uh, brown. Like, like just mousy brown. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Because your hair doesn't have that we that gray hair has like a pubic y texture. Yeah. A long pubic hair texture. It's, and your hair doesn't have that. Well, thanks to conditioner, I think is what's okay. helping me out there a little bit. But I I mean I, I was about to say, I'll do it. No, it won't. I definitely won't. <laughs> I'm not gonna, uh, try it. But I, I can show you next time I got roots and you can be like, holy cow. That's crazy. Please girl. do that. Yeah. You might be able to. Can you see no. it's pretty new. Oh, I do oh, see a yeah. tiny bit. Really? Nice pull away. Yeah, I think. Cool. Can everybody yeah. see? Yeah, I yeah. mean, we're mostly looking at your part, but there's, yeah. So how long do you let that get before it's CVS time? Uh, about once a month. <laughs> I do oh, okay. want, which we were also talking about mm-hmm. is that um, sorry for gal chat for the first forty five minutes of your show. Uh, but I do permanent dye, and you were telling me about the semi permanent. Yeah, I wonder if that would be less damaging. I have been doing semi permanent, which just it can only make your hair a little bit darker. It can't go lighter. Huh. Um, it does damage your hair a tiny bit, but not like permanent. Yeah, but I don't know how much it can do. I don't know how, how much it can really color. Go. Okay. Um, I would like to welcome Jeff to the show. Yes. <laughs> Someone's awesome. been playing the drops in absentia and also uh, using your voice. Hello, welcome. Hi, how are you? You know, last week, 
when I said hi, you said that you love Chode, and then the show just went into the toilet. <laughs> so I just wanted to see if we could start the show off on a little bit of a higher note. I love Chode. Oh, that again. <laughs> I guess we're going back there. Don't censor me, Jeff. <laughs> I, you know what, I so, love what I love. I love I Chode. Gotta talk about it. <laughs> That's true. This Speak is me. from your heart. This is me, you guys. The heart wants what the heart wants. <laughs> right. I love Chode. <laughs> um, okay. Lots of stuff to get to. Daniel. I love Chode. <laughs> <laughs> There's always time for it is always, the thing, you know? Always. Um, in this house, we love Chode. I have a wooden plaque that says that. <laughs> it's like, cool. right next to your we don't skinny dip, we chunky dunk, and your live, laugh, love yes. signs. There's one underneath that says, I love Chode. Exactly. <laughs> um, and then I also have one that says, let's taco about it. Oh, my fun. sister is the one who pointed this out to me. I didn't... My sister spends more time on... I don't know if she's on Pinterest, but like Pinterest, Etsy, all the all the social media stuff that all that kind of stuff. I'm more like Twitter, Instagram. I don't do all the others. Yeah. But she's more aware of it. And apparently there's so many cutesy signs involving tacos. Yeah, so now whenever she sees one, she sends it to me. And there are a lot. Have you noticed this? Everyone's talking about tacos. No, I gotta start following the right people, I guess. I wanna know less about that world. <laughs> Like that's yeah. when I go into people's homes and they just have a bunch of manufacturing. Like, Aren't we fun? I just hate it. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know this was happening with the tacos, and now I'm going to be highly aware of it. Yeah, you will be. Uh, you know, Sarah Schaefer? Uh, we've met. She has her album is called Live, Laugh, Love. <laughs> and she has a bit, her comedy album, and she has a bit on there about um, how she's just people have gone too far with the uh, inspirational sayings on a piece of driftwood. Yeah. <laughs> but she actually has an Etsy store where she sells, uh, I think it's a needlepoint that, or maybe it's wood, I don't know, but it, it literally says inspirational saying on a piece of driftwood. That's yeah. cute. So. That's fun. Um, I need to tell you guys about the French farce that was my morning. Uh-oh. Uh, Greg Fitzsimmons and I were planning to record Childish. So uh, we were going to do two episodes and his office is this is how chocolate should taste. Hey, that was me. The introduction of the French farce. <laughs> Thank you. His office is right by the Santa Monica airport. Because when you're recording a podcast, you want to be near airplanes. Of course. The funny thing is that actually, that there must be one flight that comes into that airport a day. I never, I ver barely ever hear planes. So anyway, um, we're, we're supposed to meet at 1130. I get up. And last time I was a little bit early, which is like, has is very rare for me. So I was on a high last time from my being on time and I was going to do it again this time. <laughs> so I get in my car and I, I'm headed down there and I realize I'm going to be a tiny bit late and I text him and I say 10 minutes late. It's very, it's very curt because I'm driving. Sure. I know that's not cool, but You're anyway. You're driving. I, it's fine. No, but I, no, I don't mean the fact that it was curt is not cool. I oh. mean, it's not cool that I was texting oh. and driving. <laughs> sure. <laughs> 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 but also it's not cool how yeah but no it was fine yeah so anyway i text that and then he writes back 10 mins early and i think that's weird yeah but, uh, okay um <laughs> did you already figure out what happened jeff i'm guessing but yeah go ahead. that yeah. is what happened so then um ways adds a few more minutes and so now i'm gonna be there at 11 44 we're supposed to start 11 30 and i write seven seven mins away yeah um and then I park and I come in and I look through the window and I don't see him in his office. I come in, I use the bathroom, come back. Now I'm outside his office and I, and I write, I'm here. And I'm thinking, but I wish I had written I'm here before I went to the bathroom. So he would know that I was like, right. I wasn't even I made that it much. At 44. Yeah. Yes. Like he must be in the bathroom. 
more time passes. He must be in the bathroom, like really having a time in there. <laughs> Someone comes out of the bathroom. It's not him. I call him. It goes to voicemail. I leave a message like, hey, I assume you're in the bathroom. And I'm thinking like, is he? did he get mad that I was late? Did he take off? <laughs> and then all of a sudden it pops into my head. Uh-oh. What if he went to my place? Like, I'm pretty sure it's... Did we ever talk about where we were going to be recording? I can't remember that far back because right. he had been away. And so anyway, um, then I get a little ring video doorbell alert. Uh-oh. It's now noon. Oh, no. And so I go to press to see who's there. And I'm like, please let it be a package. Please yeah. let it be a package. Please let it be a package. It's not. It's you Greg just Fitz- got Fitz dog. <laughs> there. It's Greg Fitzsimmons. Oh, no. So instead of talking to him through the doorbell, I call him and I'm like, hi, I'm outside of your office. Yeah. He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so then he drove back. Right. So then it was one fifteen by the time we started. Oh, it was a very, very, very long day. But I just can't believe that happened. But down in Santa Monica, did you treat yourself to the what does Santa Monica have that's fancy? That's well, fun, right nice. next to the airport, there's a grill there. I did go to Spitfire Grill. It's good, huh? Well, there it you was go. not bad. Yeah. Yeah. It okay. actually I sort of wished I had brought a book. Um, but it gave me time to really prepare. It gave me time to do some tweeting. Nice. <laughs> to post nice. post my episode with Chad Daniels, David oh, Huntsberger's nice. friend. Um, yeah. So from now on, we will, uh, definitely talk Don't about where like we're going to be meeting. <laughs> it's weird. That's never happened to me in all the time. Well, I guess how would it happen? Like I'm, what I went to the guest got house. Accusatory towards the other. Like you guys are like, yep, yeah, it happens. He, his voice went up a little bit when okay. he was like, it was supposed to be here. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, uh, yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Fair. Um, he's like, I thought we alternate. And I was like, yeah. Because that has sort of been what we do. Right. But it's not, we don't have an officially, official we alternate policy. We just hadn't discussed it. Yeah. And we both assumed, I don't know. Um, I just kind of was like, I'm sorry, I, I fucked up. Yeah. No, but that's, boy, those clarifications of when do you clarify and when are you annoying? I struggle with that constantly where I'm like, I kind of want to make sure that this is still on, but what if that's annoying? I think it's better to clarify. I that's what I've right. realized. I have a problem. I'm going to disagree. I feel like driving from Burbank to Santa Monica is pretty enjoyable. You know, so if you... I can't tell if you're being sarcastic or not. <laughs> Pitch, please. <laughs> it only took me over an hour to get home, so... <laughs> Uh, yeah i was i was being facetious okay I, I definitely with that distance between you guys i think you definitely want to yeah no, we know well it won't happen again though it 100 percent won't happen to make again. sure that'll never happen again yeah but he, wait so the next time are you going to alternate based on where you did record or where you were supposed to record Ooh, see? that's a good question. Definitely don't clarify. Just guess. <laughs> yeah. Just guess. Just see what happens next week. Just wait until you're 90% meant, of the way there. Right. If it's meant to be, it'll work out. <laughs> yeah, but so he's he said that as he was driving, he thought it was weird that I wrote 10 minutes late. And he was like, how can you be late to your own house? Yeah. <laughs> but I was thinking that's a very, um, like, when they do that in sitcoms where they have entire conversations that... All the words add up to be like, oh, I could see where they're not specifically saying, and then therefore they're not talking about sex. They're talking about my organizing a pool party. And then whoever. Oh, Janet. Oh, Chrissy. <laughs> yes. But you get like saying 10 away or 10 late and not like almost to your place. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Really, it's tough. Everything went against you guys. Well, so. now we know. I know. Now we know. What I was going to say is I have a problem with not closing the loop. And I remember this happened with David Huntsberger. Sure. Oh, where I didn't 
it's hard. I forget with scheduling. Yes. So oftentimes, because I don't want to do the like never ending email, like, thank you. You're welcome. No, thank you. Right. So, but I, there's one more level oftentimes with email that I need to do that I just don't. So in general, I need to clarify more, I think. You're also a mother of two. <clears throat> yes, I am. Hard. Mistakes are inevitable. Uh, and I blame stuff on that all the time. Uh, for example, I, I blame the fact that I don't want to spend a lot of time making myself all gussied up, even though I always feel better when I do aforementioned gussying. <laughs> I think we can all agree looking good feels great. But for most of us, really being able to devote that kind of time and energy into our look is not an everyday occurrence. Mm-hmm. This is... This is so true for me. Um, I used to have the luxury of, uh, of all sorts of, 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 of beauty, beautifying. And now I just, uh, sometimes we just want to look good now and keep things as easy as possible. That's what Wander Beauty is all about. Wander Beauty is for the woman on the go, whether you're doing your makeup in the car or handling skincare at the gym. Everything is travel friendly and made to fit your busy lifestyle. Wander Beauty is about doing more with less. Their beauty essentials are multitasking and multipurpose, allowing you to create a full look without a full makeup bag. And I just have a, t- a couple of their items here. Look, this is their Take Flight Skin Discovery Kit. Oh, wow. Look how fun it is. Oh, that's so nice. It's got gold eye masks, which are those under eye things, but they're gold. It's got uh, extended stay hydrating mask, lift off hydrating, and brightening peel off mask. Someone needs her glasses. Yeah, a lot of masks. Grandma Allison. (laughs) Glow ahead face oil. Stuff looks great. Can I look it up? Yes, you can. And then also I wanted to show you, um, you being... being everyone at the table. I was going to show, but but especially Renee. Yes. And this is really nice. This super cool eyeshadow palette. I don't know if you're into like various shades of brown and bronze and stuff, but this Ooh. is a beautiful sm- sure brown is. smoky eye spread. right here. They laid out a lovely spread for you in this eye David, palette. these colors would work for you as well. There's nothing more stressful than glass breaking and loose powder spilling all over your bag. Everything Wander Beauty makes is mess-free and stress-free. And because we don't all have time for a 12-step routine, Wander Beauty gives you maximum impact with minimum effort. Get 20% off your purchase at wanderbeauty.com slash bestfriend. That's wanderbeauty.com slash bestfriend for 20% off. Wanderbeauty, W-A-N-D-E-R, beauty, B-E-A-U-T-Y dot com slash bestfriend. Okay. Hello and welcome back to the show, Daniel. Hi. How far are we into this? Well, we're wrapping it up. <laughs> <laughs> really? No. Oh. Um, I'm, since, since this is an episode where we're letting it all hang out, what do I do about the fact that my, th- I keep, ca- my voice keeps catching and there's like a tickle in my throat? This is my third episode of today. Tickle throat. Yeah. I've got a real tickle throat. I've got a bad case of tickle do throat. We, now, I was curious because you have bubbly water. Do we need to give you flat water? Maybe. Okay. Do you want some? Isn't it post nasal situation? Know, I don't know allergies? what it is. Yeah. It's all of that stuff. But uh, Daniel, could you grab me a water? <laughs> you're the you're sitting closest to the door. Good no. seeing you, buddy. It was good. Thanks for popping by. Ugh. Okay, good work. You need what they Do have in uh, green rooms and stuff, like the echinacea or the tea for vocal cords. Sure. Oh, slippery honey. elm or something. Yeah. Yeah. Throat coat. Yeah, throat coat. Some yeah. honey. Mm-hmm. Maybe. It's only been happening very recently, and I've been talking for years. But I don't know also, what it is. Yeah, days are getting longer. Allergies. allergies. Everybody's going crazy with allergies. Yeah. And you're out in the valley now, so it's kind of hot. Maybe dry that's here. what yep. it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're a little dusty. Here. <clears throat> All right, you guys, I'm going to do something I don't like to do drink water. 
<laughs> I love Chode. <laughs> Anything for this show. Anything for this show. The sacrifices you're making. Daniel, how did it go with the man? Because he seemed like he did not want to go down. No, he was real sweet. And then um, when it came to the actual uh, putting him in the crib to go to sleep, which he usually is pretty good about. Like, that's not usually the fight. But tonight he didn't want to. And so I put him in the crib and he stood up and he didn't want to go. And then uh, every time he'd lie down, I'd put him down and he would cry. But if he was standing, he was fine. So I turned, I had the lights off and he was just standing there, falling asleep standing. Aww, <laughs> so I was like holding him and he was just like falling asleep. <laughs> and finally I just left and Let when him. I left the room, he was still standing, but he was he was basically asleep. Oh, was his head and on I his was, hands? No, he was like no leaned <laughs> against the crib, his back, with his head sort of the, like <laughs> nodding down. Oh no, that's a real. Well, that's what I was afraid of that yeah, he would just plop gonna tip over, right? Yeah, that's a real uh, parenting technique called horse technique. <laughs> yeah, you just shh, you, there you go, boy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just lock those knees. Uh, yeah, and so I rushed to the monitor, and he had he has he lowered. He is now um, collapsed in a heap. Oh. Did you hear it? No. You gently close the door, and there's your that used to happen though, because there's a, yeah. thankfully it's brief. There's a brief period of time. Where they can lift themselves up in the crib, but they don't know how to sit down. Oh. So they like pull themselves up and then like they just dead crash down. <laughs> yeah. He has had a couple times. It's really scary. I remember asking other moms and they assured me that like it's only a few days because okay. they learn out of necessity. Right. Because I was like, this is going to, I can't handle three months of this or yeah, whatever it's going to be. Trust yeah. falls with the crib is. Yeah. Rough. There's a couple days of terror that they're going to crack their head on the, of the course. thing. Ugh. But yeah, he managed to get through it. So, Ugh. I have a question for David Huntsberger. Okay. So I had your buddy Chad Daniels on the show. He has he that was on uh, the Monday episode that came out this week. He has a special dad channels. My throat is still doing this thing. I'd like to apologize to everyone who has to listen to it. Um, and on the episode, he talked about the fact that he used to lie all the time about mm. a lot of stuff, and that he had some heart to hearts with his friends where he's like, I just want to let you know that like I had lied about all this stuff. Did you receive one of these conversations? Yeah, but I didn't ask him. I didn't press him what specific things. And I oh, ran so he through, just made like, the like, pronouncement. He was just like, yeah, I did some lying, and uh, if you want to talk about it, I was like, if something comes up, I'll I'll ask like, "Hey man, were you? Did you really meet Carl Malone or something like that?" You know, like, <laughs> what kinds of stuff did he lie about? I know that he he. Well, I mean, first of all, you should listen to the episode. Yeah. But since you happen to know me, um, I'll give you a little uh, behind the scenes bird's eye view. I know he lied about the end of his marriage like the the actual details of that. Although that I feel like is not really necessarily everyone's business. No. Um the other stuff I don't really know. He didn't go into that much detail, but I I almost I got the he was suggesting that he was like a compulsive liar basically. Hmm. But and it was it it um really began to wear on him because he'd lie in bed thinking what did I tell that person and then he had to keep it up. <laughs> yeah. and, so then he sort of has has gone the other direction where he was at a bar and some guy was like, did you see the game? And he's like, yeah. And then he went later, he went over to that guy's table and that guy was with a bunch of friends and he's like, 
I just have to let you know I never saw that game. <laughs> okay, guys, like, okay, okay. Had this look of pendulum swung pretty far the other. Yeah, way. Yeah, so now he does like radical honesty. That's refreshing. I think. Have you ever known a, that person who would lie about stuff that you would have no way of knowing they're lying, and it isn't so outrageous that you couldn't believe it, and then they would be like, "Ha, got you," yes. and you're like. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, no, I used to work with this guy in Philadelphia, and I swear he was a compulsive liar, but it, I don't think he knew he was doing it, and he would lie about nothing. And I was telling a coworker about it. I said, oh, you know, this guy, Randy, he just he just lies all the time. And they said, no, you're, you're crazy, whatever. And I said, all right, watch this. So he walked into his office. I was like, hey, Randy, what's up? Oh, I saw you down in the cafeteria. What'd you get? He said, oh, you yeah, got some lasagna. Oh, okay, cool. So we walked out and I said, give it 15 minutes. And we walked back in and I was like, hey, Randy, what'd you get for lunch today? And he was like, a salad. <laughs> huh. <laughs> like no joke, no irony or whatever. Just like, it's like just why? had to lie about everything all the time. Completely inconsequential. And he right. wasn't pranking us or anything. He would do it all the time. That's, That's so, interesting. Yeah, yeah, that just sounds like person. a weird mental disorder. Yeah. Well, it was interesting to hear Chad Daniels talk about it because I, I've known a fair amount of people who have a um, weird relationship with the truth. And... I, as someone who doesn't do that, I tend to think like, maybe they just don't quite know what reality is. But so it's interesting to hear someone say that like, it was very premeditated mm. and very conscious and it really wore on him. Huh. Interesting. Was, was, re- oh, sorry, sorry, go ahead. I was going to ask you guys from the other, from the parenting side, if you th- think about that of like a genetic side or like, can you influence it? Because <laughs> I remember one time a friend of mine and I just, this what we thought was an abandoned building near a property where um, my dad was living at the time. We just threw all these rocks and broke all these windows. It was so run down and just, but maybe it was like a historical thing or something to us. It was like, there's this old witch's house. So we were just throwing rocks. And then once we found out we got in trouble, did you do this? Like the natural inclination was to be like, uh, no, of course not. It was always like that. And then we like, I was kind of rewarded for telling the truth, but then had to write a bunch of times, like, I won't throw rocks at windows. <laughs> but I think of that for whatever reason as like, uh, okay, I'm glad I told the truth. It still sucked. Mm-hmm. But like, maybe I'm putting too much of like a uh, focus on that or too much credit to that one. I think it's just a, your whole childhood is a series of those. Mm-hmm. But like, do you worry about that as parents that like, Oh, we did that one thing where we taught our child that lying had minimal consequences and or the opposite. They got to go to that concert and then they learned, okay, always lie going forward. Right. I think we I we haven't gotten to that point yet. So we had a thing, we being me, the royal we, um, we don't like Elliot to play with the Apple remote and he always wants to. And the reason is because he wants to watch, the reason the Apple remote's out is because he asked to watch something. And then he wants to play with it, and then he keeps turning it off, and then it just creates chaos. Right. So this morning, the TV was not on yet, though, and he wanted to play with it, and he picked it up, and he turned to me, and he went, no. (laughs) And I was like, I don't really care if he plays with it or not right now. No. But I have to say no, because he's asking, and it'll be confusing otherwise. Right. So I had to enforce the, like, no playing with it. So then I did, lately, everything with him is you say, you ask him to do something, and he says no. Or you ask him to give you something back, and he says no, and then I said, okay, I'm going to count to 10, and then you have to give it to me. And so, like, around six or seven, he usually just lets go of it, or he hands it to you. It's very sweet. sweet. So we had to do... I this had to, will end at some point, I'm sure. 
Like his yeah. compliance with the count ten rules. But for know, right guys. now, we're in like oh, a real sweetest kid I thought you meant I've the keeping seen. things would end. Oh, no. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that'll. No, we're gonna stronger. need another a trick other than just counting to ten because yeah. right now he's really good at it. I think because he kind of smiles and hands you the thing, like he knows that he's gonna get praised. Right. Yeah. It's real cute. He he is the sweetest little kid I've ever seen in my life. You guys are doing something right. Good Thank job. You. He's a sweetheart. So yeah, the the lying thing I haven't really thought or or the like. What you're talking about, that's older when there's more conversation. I've had so many friends just be like, they're four. They're going through this real strong lying phase, just as if they're like learning what it is. But they treat yeah. it like that. Like, it's just a phase. They'll go, did you spill this? No. I know you did. You're the only one in the room. <laughs> it was right in front of you. Yeah, I'm going to have to research this because I feel like if you make it so that it's not a big deal, if you confess to something... Um, but it is a big deal if you lie, then I would think that that would incentivize them to be honest. If they feel like the consequences of telling the truth are worse, then they might lie. Yeah. Because right. it's like, I'm going to get in a lot of trouble and I don't want to get in a lot of trouble. But if you're just like, okay, you told the truth. So, you know, it's not like you're not, you know, if you did something bad, like, but like with you, you know, thank you. That was good that you told the truth. Now mm-hmm. you can write this out. Did has he gone to therapy for it? Did he know why he does it? He did go to therapy, but because I kept asking, you sent Elliot to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was wondering with Chad Daniels, like sort of this metamorphosis he went through, where he metamorphosis is the wrong word, but yeah. this thing where he like approached a whole bunch of people and told them that he had lied to in the past and his decision not lying anymore. If he did that under the care of a therapist or anything, and he said no, although he had been to therapy prior. Hmm. Yeah, it's because when I look at all the times that I've lied, it's because I don't think the truth is good enough. So then I just heighten something. I'm like, you're not going to be able to handle this. And so I know that I know that that seems weird, but I think the the root of that is just me believing I'm not enough. Mm-mm. So I don't know if there was something underlying there of right. I don't because I'm sure there's plenty of people who are so. just messed up and are like, oh, let me fuck with your life. But because I know I, also I think s- it's maybe rooted. Yeah, in, I just don't think I'm good enough. Because I said to him. So did, is it like social anxiety? And he's like, no, I didn't have that. But mm-hmm. it did sound like a lot of the lies were because he didn't. It's just easier. Like if someone says, did you see this movie or here? Have you heard of this song or did you read this book? It's just easier to go along with it. Yeah. Well, but those kinds of lies. I don't. But I don't think it was just those kinds of lies because that wouldn't be. He wouldn't need to talk to David Huntsberger about that. Like <laughs> it turns out I didn't. See you that. haven't seen Lady <laughs> and the Tramp. Get out. <laughs> I think I I didn't lie um, very much because I just was too stressful to remember the lie. Oh yeah, and I my memory is shit. Yeah, so it's mm-hmm. like I, I I'll forget and I'll fuck up. So it's just easy to tell the truth, you know. I don't um, get asked a lot of them now to like, hey, can you keep a secret? But it's of course like, yeah, because I don't care. I'm not right. gonna like <laughs> contribute a part of my brain to remembering your thing. You don't want people to know. Right. I'll tell myself like a little reminder, like, oh, if this does pop up. Don't mention it. But more often than not, people are like, hope you haven't told anyone. Like, no, no. idea what you're talking about. Definitely. I don't even that, remember. I definitely don't remember listening what you told me. Yep. Yeah, that happens to me a lot where people tell me something and they're like, don't talk about this. It's usually like a business-related type mm-hmm. thing. And almost always, it's like, who would I fucking tell? Like, yeah, yeah. Nobody yeah. cares about this. But occasionally someone will tell me something and it's like a really good story. And I get really <laughs> stressed out because... <laughs> 
if it's I gotta a really, tell somebody. Oh, if it's a really good story and I'm supposed to keep that a secret, it's like, what is the point? Yeah. Why should I have this See, in my head if I can't talk about it? Absolutely. Are you talking about stuff that you... So I feel like anything said off air, if it's a podcast guest in this house, anything said off air is sort of... There's like a code of confidentiality. Like with a therapist, not that intense, sure. but in general, I feel like if they divulge something to me, that's like it's a protected space. But Daniel, who be living here and being my husband, I never signed on to that. I yeah, <laughs> so he's privy to a lot of <laughs> gossip and stuff like that, and I have to constantly remind him, like, you cannot tell anyone. Like, I know you want to tell someone this, you can't tell anyone this. <laughs> but I'm not even thinking of anything right now. I'm just saying in general. This I know, is but a- I'm just saying that I constantly remind you of that. <laughs> but sometimes too, like, I don't. I'm not a good, um, you know, judge of what should be held in confidence. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because sometimes people will... I just don't know. I don't know the rules. No. Yeah. You know, like there was a... Just is different, but sort of related. There was a, 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 a woman that was at the play... At the preschool. And um, she... <laughs> I was not there. This is my day. only time I'd ever been there. Right. This is, you know, we're, we're doing like a pre preschool sort of playgroup thing. And, uh, so I go there in the, in the, she has her two kids and they're, uh, fraternal twins. And I just assume that if they're fraternal twins, the likelihood of that being IVF is high, just at least in this town. So, yeah. so many people. And so, and we'd done IVF and we're very open about it. So I, She's like, oh, they're fraternal twins. I go, oh, did you do IVF? And she got real uncomfortable. She's like, no. Huh. And I thought, oh, she she may have done it. And is like, and then I thought, wait, is that like a super personal question that you shouldn't ask people? And then I thought, probably. Yeah. But I don't. In my world, it isn't yeah. at all. And so I felt really bad. It could I have think, just been the. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say, I think I might have given you a distorted sense of how private that is for a lot of people with the but fact I that still I'm don't know the it. answer to that question is that a su- is that not a question that you should be asking people I think it isn't I, I was gonna say on the Probably other side not. of like for them if they've heard it so many times she's just like no you know like when we're out with our dog Everyone feels so comfortable. Like, is it a rescue? Like, yeah. Who gives a shit? Right. We own this dog. We stole it. <laughs> I, yeah. I always want to go, like, yeah, yeah, they let us hang off the bottom part of the helicopter and snatch out of a fire. <laughs> anyway, how old yours? What's its name? I'll never see you again. Goodbye. I, there's a I feeling there that. of like. I get that. But in this case, it means it's like extra special than if you had twins and it's not a product of IVF. That's even more rare. To me, it's it's. You know, oh, we have twins, but it's because we implanted three fertilized embryos and, you know, okay. But it's like, no, we were just, it's just, it happened that we had twins. Like, oh my God, that's crazy. So, uh, but I guess you shouldn't ask. I don't know. Mm. It doesn't bother me. I don't think there should be a rule about what you can and can't ask someone. I just think that a lot of people are not open about it. So that might have been what you I immediately followed it up like, we did. So yeah. I'm yeah. like, look, I will igno- I will admit that we did. So if you're feeling weird about it, get the fuck over it. <laughs> <laughs> it's always you funny I mean? when people have those things that just would not occur to you. Like they get really on. Un- hey, I, I told you not to tell anyone that. And you're like that you didn't drive till you were 18. <laughs> what? It's just so thing. weird when people hold on to that. Of 
what is a secret to someone that is, you know, yeah. it would not occur to you at all to be like, oh, don't reveal that one. Right. Right. <laughs> you know what's not a secret? What's not a secret? The fact Allison. that warm alcohol sucks. <laughs> no one wants warm alcohol. That's true. Uh, and Dylan, the founder of Brewmate, especially wanted to solve the problem of warm alcohol, which he has solved by uh, coming out with a line of stylish insulated drinkware designed to keep your favorite beverages ice cold all day long. Whatever your taste in beer, wine, or spirits, Brewmate makes sure every sip is the perfect temperature, and that's B-R-U-M-A-T-E. Um, I loved looking at Brewmate's website. They have a whole bunch of different products. They have something called a Hopsolator Trio. They have uh, the Wine Solator Uncorked Gift Set Bundle, and this makes an amazing gift. So the Wine Solator fits a full bottle of wine and includes a silicone funnel for easy transferring, and it maintains the perfect temperature for over 24 hours. And then it comes, if you get the set, comes with these uncorked wine glasses the largest insulated wine glass in the world fitting over half a bottle of wine 14 ounces in the glass comes with a splash proof lid 30 colors available it's the perfect gift for the stylish wine lover in your life so it's great if you're going some like you're on a picnic or you're going to an outdoor concert or somewhere where they have a no glass rule um because uh otherwise you're you don't want those last few sips to be warm no one wants that um and i really had trouble figuring out which of the many awesome things they have to get uh we ended up getting the pint imperial pint glass which fits 20 ounces we got the glitter pink the glitter charcoal and the matte navy and uh they daniel you've had beer in them and you've also had coffee in them i have had iced coffee and i've had beer and the ice like hours later is still ice even i mean you mean the iced coffee or you mean yeah, like there's the still cubes of ice yeah in, in it on a hot day it's crazy it's but weird the, how the beer, it yeah, yeah it totally impressive. it totally works and it's not thick and it's light it's not like some I don't know what the technology is. It's probably alien technology. <laughs> yeah, they've used alien technology yeah. to keep your drink at the perfect drinking level. So, um, d- drinking temperature. Excuse me. Um, so yeah, definitely go to the website. Check out all the stuff they have. It's great for you, and also it makes great gifts. Uh, don't settle for warm alcohol. Chill out with your favorite drinks all day long with Brewmate. Visit Brewmate.com and enter code Allison to get 15% off your first order. That's 15% off your first order when you go to Brewmate.com, B-R-U-M-A-T-E.com and enter code Allison. Uh, we have some iTunes comments of the week, good and bad. Who wants them? Let's give Daniel the negative. Renee, you want the positive or David? You want the positive? Look at one that is. Give it to David. Old but, dyslexic over okay. here. I'll never get through that. <laughs> Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. <laughs> oh, let's do pause. Let's do pause first. Positive. Pause. Oh, positive. Okay. <clears throat> I thought we're coloring eggs. <laughs> low runs slow maybe lori uh lrs i don't know why the l and the r and the s are capitalized this is from uh the title is allison rosen is my bf and my hubs is jealous mm. so could that be best friend or boyfriend no i mean i, I think guess we'll find out we'll find out yeah, yeah. <laughs> ever since the and then in quotes former employer split there has been a simmering divide in my house my husband still listens 
and then some punctuation that's like double colons, I roll. So she's saying like, my husband still listens, I roll. <laughs> While I unsubscribed ASAP. I always thought this may be the straw that broke the relationship camel's back until we were in CDM the other day and my husband said, you know, this is where Allison Rosen is from. One, duh. All caps. <laughs> duh. She is my BFF. And two, does Jeff parentheses, husband, have a Marie Kondo thing for Allison? (laughs) (laughs) On a serious note, I love the realness of this podcast. Nothing is off limits, and there is no pretentiousness in conversation, parentheses, and if there is, it gets called out and made fun of right quick, in parentheses. Like many who uh, reviewed, I have listened from day one, and while the oldest, ACS, and then the old, JKJ hashtag Al slash gh were great each time there is a change in the thursday gang i swear i'm never going to get over it and then i always find myself loving the newbies more than i thought i would is that pretentious newbies love you dave Allie, and renee chef jeff cat people rule and daniel don't ever stop with the intros even though you may want to allison thank you for sharing your life with us double exclamation there are definitely days when the podcast keeps me smiling and the day rolling the end. Thank you. Yeah. Very nice review. comment. Very nice. That was very yeah. nice. Good read, David. Very I'll nice. give you a moment to feel good about yourselves. <laughs> I take it in. I have some and questions, too. Yeah, lay it on. Well, I didn't get to the bottom of it, you know. Does he have oh. a crush on me? Oh, yeah, sure. or is right. it best friend or boyfriend? I think it does. I think it's best friend. I think it's best friend. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I don't know if he has a Marie Kondo thing for me. We haven't heard much about Daniel's love for Marie Kondo. Has yeah. it gone away? Where are we at with that? It, it's just simmering in the background. I haven't watched any more of her show. I'm saving it for when, you know, when I'm out you of and town. I are on the rocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. You ready mm-hmm. for the, the, for the come down? For the gut punch. Yep. What's happening by <laughs> Kulabra Girl? I've listened for years, but just cannot tolerate it anymore. It's just gone off the rails. I think I miss the old gang. This is seeming forced. <laughs> is she now referring to her own comment? The slide was Is she talking about her comment seeming forced? No. Um, well, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm really trying to shoehorn in a lot of stuff. So Can I yeah. just Columbo that a little bit? <laughs> yep, yeah. let's do it. You ask for the negative ones from time to time, mm-hmm. and and I think people want to oblige you. And when that person writes, "This is feeling forced," maybe that's what they're forcing a negative comment. Well, that's mm-hmm. what Daniel was suggesting. Like, I think she's suggesting the show is forced. I think she means mm. the fo- the show is seeming forced, but it to leads, you guys, the comment like seems the comment. forced. Mm. I'm not buying. No, that. as an objective third party, I can say we're not trying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If, I would if take it was, that. If it was forced, <laughs> if it was forced, it'd be so much better. Yeah, if you, I you would hear a lot more effort. Yeah, I, think. I know. <laughs> yeah. If I were prosecuting the writer of that comment, the case would likely end with them on the stand going, "Oh, I love the show. You got me. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, I do miss the gang, but it's great. Yeah, I understand missing other oh, yeah. iterations. I mean, if you think of like anything that you. Anything that you're a super fan of. I like the early days of Facts of Life better than the late days. Of course. This might be the over our heads version of this show, but I also loved when they worked in over our heads the novelty shop in Peekskill. But yes. I, I would say it's good 
to have changes over time, you know, keeps it never, (laughs) never keep it the same, never change. Yeah. The change this time is I am having trouble speaking. Great. And I'm doing like a lot of horking. Is that the term? What's this? What is the sound <laughs> yeah, of just snortling and just nasty grossness? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. That's your best. That's a term, right, Jeff? There oh, needs yeah. to be. Yeah, there needs to be words for these things. Like when you when you yeah hork. What's the word? What's the word for when clamming? That's another one. When you put oh, your God. finger in your ear and you go. <laughs> you know that's that when people <laughs> yeah. do that. Yeah, there needs to be a word for that. I think you just got it. <laughs> Wait, what's, what's clamming? Is clamming horking? Yeah. Clam. That's oh, because so you're, you're horking up a clam. Yeah. Oh, boy. Ooh. Well, I think of horking not like hawking up a loogie, but just like that sound of just the stuff, the sound that we cut out. I'd love to just steer a little differently. <laughs> <laughs> what would you like to talk about? Anything but this? I love chode. Yeah, I suppose so. It's um, there's it's something visceral about it. There's yeah, something really. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. yeah, just one more thing about this. <laughs> just, 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 just no, like forty five minutes. David, on we this. hear you. Just yeah. two more laps. <laughs> just real fast. One of the things I find the most disgusting in the whole world is specifically what we're talking about right now because it involves me. It doesn't. Mine is not that gross, but in general, other like. The, I think I've told the story before. The guy that I had a crush on, the you look like you've been chowing box man yeah. guy in high school who went on to uh, become the CEO of an energy drink company. You look like you've been chowing yeah. box man. <laughs> had a crush on him until I saw him hockalooge and it hung work. off a plant. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I saw a woman spit the other day and it was attractive. What? Yeah. Because it, it wasn't a loogie. You could see it as it formed at the lips. It was like just white. Like, so she had the sort of cotton mouth, but then she baseball playered it like in a direction. I don't very nonchalantly. Right into I a brass spittoon in yeah, a bar. It was just very no nonsense. Just like, the fact that it was white makes me want to bar. My whole life I've admired yeah, people was, who could do that, that spit where they and it's just like a bullet. Yeah. I think that's I what was cool about it. I think there's yeah. a little like 12 year old part of me that saw the big kids doing that. And right. I could never go like, bah, how do you, bah. There's just like a tongue anyway. action that you have to get like, like yeah, that. yeah. She oh, nailed it. See, this is so gross. There's I feel like if you grow, behind it. I'm actually yeah. surprised you can't do that because I feel like people who grow up on ranches. Can oh, I can do spit two pretty things. good now. They can spit well, and they can do the thing with the nose. Oh, they oh, they blow the bug, and it just off of a. Oh, it just got so much more gross. The gym teacher's Kleenex. Yeah. Um, what did this woman look like? I love Chode. Petite. What? I believe she was Asian. Maybe that factored into it that she was not like a big... She had her stuff together. She's very like well-kempt yeah. and then just a spit that's not like... Not a big this, what? Big woman? You sizest. <laughs> it is sizest. It definitely is. But like... Because uh, I associate it again with like baseball players. Big people yeah. doing that. And, so, and that woman was Marie Kondo. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Imagine if Marie Kondo... Can you imagine? Spit That'd like a great. dude. That'd be, you yeah, season two. Are you listening? We got to pitch. people spit very often. Mm-hmm. Right? Thank you. I mean, thank, I, thankfully. I, I, I remember coming out of a restaurant once and it was on Pico, so it's not like a clean street. And there was something in my throat or something and, I, and there wasn't anyone around. And so I like, and I spit. And then I looked and someone was, this guy was walking towards me and he, and he looked at me because I guess it was sort of in his path. Uh. And then he spit. Oh, like boy. next to me. <laughs> oh boy. As though it was like, oh, you're going to do that well. Two to you. Like, I, I felt like I was spit. in Israel or something. I feel yeah. like that happens yeah. in Israel. It's like that's dogs crazy. peeing on the same bush. Yeah. That's like a real, like, a 
you know, agriculture sort of thing. It really mm-hmm. is. Crazy. All right. Allison's wondering if that was anti-Semitic, what I just said. Yes, I am. Yes, I, <laughs> I didn't catch it. What was the... He I said, said that... The, the, you, you tell him. I said that feels like something that would happen in Israel. Oh. Or anti... Maybe not even anti-Semitic, just anti-Israel. I no, I just feel like it's that hot-blooded, like, Mediterranean culture thing, and I just picked on Israel. Oh, I thought you guys had been there or something, and then it was mm-hmm. like... We a, seen no. it. Um, no. But I bet you can reference a movie that utilized that, and maybe they sure. were being that way. Sure. But point is, <laughs> spitting is sexy. <laughs> <laughs> There's something I was going to say, though, that related to something earlier that had to do with David... Let's see, small women spitting. <laughs> it, it was in the midst of all the grossness, okay. but it was like a segue. Small witting, small, small women spitting, I bet, is a category of porn. <laughs> God. <laughs> it didn't inspire me enough seeing it to be like, I want more of that in my life. Mm. It oh. was just... Oh, no. Found no, no, no. You found it. You got it. Yeah. Gleeking. Oh, That's that weird. was another thing. As I we were talking about it, I thought like, maybe I'll ask him. And I thought, hey... Too much viscera. <laughs> yeah, I thought like I'd be being a hypocrite because I had wanted to steer away. But I was just going to ask that, that, like the guy spitting, the only times I've seen a person be spat upon that I can really remember <laughs> is, oh, I gleeked all the way across whatever it was, and then it hit so-and-so. Math class, And usually. it was, yeah, it was something, that didn't count as spitting no, on you. No, it's like a fountain. It's so You know, it's so not gross. spitting. It's could like, you guys ever do that? I never could. Like, I no. think accidentally once. I could, I mean, it pathetically, like the force out of my lower, what you know, lip to, it had to escape. But it, like people that could do it, it, it like, goes like six feet. It just, I could never do that. No, no. I and to I mean, this is less gross exactly than what, what we were talking is. about before. I even agree. though it's still gross because it's kind of a skill. <laughs> There's <laughs> well, some art behind it. it. Yeah, and also it didn't, it didn't come from as deep as a loogie. Yeah. No, I thought, doesn't it come <laughs> you're, from... You're actually grossing yourself I know. out. I remember Take the, that as a sign. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like your tongue... I can't remember any of the components other than like, they would always be yeah. holding their tongue up, yeah, and like bottom teeth out, and then all of a sudden, pew, Yeah. What, what seemed like water. It seemed right. like your body just... I thought they had a little gland below their tongue that secreted pure water. <laughs> no spit it attached. Like. It does look like yeah. no spit molecules mm-hmm. are attached to it. It's a fountain. Just, it yeah. seems like I it. feel like there needs to be the, the face fluids Olympics or something. You know, where people, <laughs> it's spitting, it's horking, it's bug blowing. Oh, God. I, there's <laughs> got to be a channel on YouTube. I was going to say, I'm sure yeah. fun or dime. I don't want to see any of it. I don't want to see any of it, though. I Maybe thought I would like um, <laughs> Dr. Pimple Popper. Oh, yeah. I, I oh, can't. I that. won't she even try. She cares so much about him, though. And these people that come in that are just walking around I with care. things that define who they are, she doesn't see that. She goes, oh, hey, it looks like you got a, a thing there. Can I check like that out? Like there's a face attached to that. Huh. Yeah. yeah. And then she this. corrects it. This is, honestly, this is the one thing that I can't do. Oh, can't okay. Do can't do but it. I'm talking about it just from a medical state. I thought I'd hate it because of what you're thinking of, the grossness. Right, right. I love the compassion. I love how she treats it and how enthusiastic she that is, is awesome. to help. It's great. So shout out to Dr. Yeah, Pimple, Pimple Popper. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I'll have to check it I out. I bet if it was called something else, you could handle it more. Like nope. if it was called like... um. Well, definitely <laughs> the title makes it <laughs> worse. It just hits you right away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if it was called like, you know... Uh, Inner Sally. Healing. Then it, may, I may, it might take me a second to get <laughs> Sally, your out. neighborhood dermatologist, <laughs> right, or whatever she is, breaking out. Yeah, because it does break out, and it. Oh God, it <laughs> oh, <David. smokes. laughs> 
<laughs> Speaking oh. of health, we yes. all want to do the right thing to keep our bodies healthy in the long run. But even if we try really hard to eat kale salads and drink green smoothies, we're still most likely not getting all of the essential nutrients we need on a daily basis. That's why I love Ritual Vitamins because they are an obsessively researched vitamin for women that uh, give you all the things you need, nothing you don't. They're um, like... Uh, rigorously sourced. So, you know, in this day and age, oftentimes we know like exactly where all the ingredients came from, but then you take a vitamin, you don't know where any of the, this, you know, specific component of it came from, et cetera. Uh, with Ritual, if you go on their website, you can find out that like this came from here, this came from there. It's everything you'd want to know. Uh, vitamins for skeptics by skeptics. Ritual Essential for Women is the multivitamin reimagined. From D3 to Omega-3, Ritual's Essential for Women helps fill gaps in a woman's diet. Their no-nausea capsule design is easy on an empty stomach, and there's a mint tab in every bottle to keep things fresh so you don't get that fishy aftertaste common with most Omega-3s. The Ritual Essential Prenatal is the prenatal reborn. Um... And it's uh, an easy-to-start subscription, and it's easy to snooze. Only a dollar a day to have all the essential nutrients your body needs delivered every month. No strings attached. Better health doesn't happen overnight, and right now, Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. Fill in the gaps in your diet with Ritual Essential for Women, a small step that helps support a healthy foundation for your body. Visit ritual.com slash Rosen to start your ritual today. That's 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com slash Rosen. All right, you guys, you know what time it is? What time is it? It's time to do another uh, personality quiz test thing from this book, Cocology, Cocology, which a listener recommended. Remember the one we did last time? I do. This, uh, were you here, David? He was not. This is not something. <laughs> Cocology, a series of psychological games designed to reveal your hidden attitudes about sex, family, love, work, and more. Um, <laughs> it is a Japanese thing. Uh, a series of psychological, I just read that, a popular term for the interpretation of hidden meanings of human behavior and situational so responses. It's basically a question will be asked with m- multiple choice, and then you have to answer, and based on your answer, your personality will be revealed. <laughs> revealed. <laughs> yes. Unquestionable, mm. um, without now, doubt. It is not always multiple choice, but the one I'm about to ask is going to be. Okay. okay. For most people, the word egg means a chicken's egg, and that means one thing, food. This has been translated, by the way. Scrambled, poached, or sunny side up, mixed into cake batter, or gulped down raw. The variations are endless. Although we see eggs almost every day, there's something mysterious about them. Maybe it's the way they contain so much without having any seams or openings. Or maybe it's the promise of gold hidden within a plain white shell. Whatever it is, there's more to eggs than meets the eye. Imagine an egg on a table in front of you. The egg may be any shape, color, size, or species. You crack it open. What kind of egg is it? One. You'd think it'd be A, B, C, D, but it's one, two, three, four. Wait, 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 wait. So now we're on to the question. Yeah. Yeah. And the question is... There's an egg on the table in front of you. Yes. It's any shape, color, size, or species. You crack it open. What kind of egg is it? A snake's egg? One. Two, a turtle's egg. Three, a dinosaur's egg. Four, a chicken's egg. Everyone think about what your egg is. I ran over a drifter one time. This is too good. (laughs) It's getting to the bottom of me. (laughs) What was the the fourth? A chicken. Okay. And the third? 
<laughs> How about if I just read a them all again? Yeah. Snake, snake One. turtle, snake, snake turtle, turtle dinosaur, dinosaur, or chicken. chicken. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Everyone have their answer. Sure. Yeah. All right. I think it's a chicken's egg. What do you think, David? I was thinking of the one that if I had, do I have to go through like, I mean, I, yeah, I, I yeah. real quickly thought of an explanation like well, psychologically or so, like my psychology and or the person opening this, there's presumably life in there. And then I thought the snake, this is unfair to reptiles, would be the one that I'd be the most comfortable opening up. Dinosaur, Ooh. I got to leave that in the hands of experts so that they can cultivate it. The, the chicken egg, I mean, we've been rough enough on the chickens, for heaven's sake. And then the turtle, get to the sea. You don't need to be here on this table. I'm, I'm going to waste your life and your, your precious resources. We're, we're endangering them every day. Right. So the snakes, I feel like we've got a lot of, so that's why I went snake. All right. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's real good. <laughs> uh, snakes, no thanks. Turtles, go to the sea. I agree. Uh, dinosaur, yeah. Uh, but before I knew dinosaur was an option, I said chicken. So I think I have to go with chicken because that's what I pictured. I feel like maybe I should just read the thing and then I trust <laughs> that you two aren't going to change your answer upon hearing it. Well, I haven't I don't decided know. yet, so I don't know. Okay. maybe. Oh, just tell me what what, what you decided. Yeah. Uh, you you can just We only me. have chick we only have chicken eggs in the house. Oh, pragmatic. No, <laughs> well, I don't I don't understand this book. I don't understand what the heck <laughs> we, chicken egg. Yeah. All right. Okay. It's a fucking chicken egg. So we got snake, chicken, chicken, chicken. But you're in this weird room with a table in front of you with one egg sitting on it. When has that ever happened? Well, but I mean, am am I supposed to be in a psychic room in my mind? Or am I, or is it like you find yourself in your life? At a table, what is it most likely to be? It's most likely to be a fucking chicken egg. I don't see those others. Okay, Here's listen. a trick, though. Your arms are slinkies. Now, crack an egg. In addition ah, to being... fun for me. Definitely turtles in that case. In addition to being... But this, ex- is gonna tell, this is going to be like, you're real boring. You like schedules. <laughs> you, you're not very creative. Shut up, book. Yeah. You leave me alone, book. I know. I, I feel judged. I hate when they do that. They uh, need, it's like the, it's like reading astrology or something. Yeah, you're super practical, right? Yeah. No, I'm not though. I'm not. Right. I know when I chose chicken, I knew that that was going to be like yeah. ho hum. But it just is a chicken egg to me. It's just yeah. what it is. In addition to being an excellent source of protein, the egg is also a symbol of future generations and your own children. The type of egg you picked holds. It a also sp- is that though. It's not just a symbol of it. Yeah. It also is quite literally. That is what it is. <laughs> True. <laughs> Future generations. Yes. The type of egg you picked holds a special meaning about the hopes and wishes you have for your own children. Hmm. A snake's egg. The serpent is symbolic of both wisdom and hidden wealth, which are the very things you want your children to have most, David. Uh-uh. <laughs> Keep- <laughs> Keep a balanced perspective and remember that what your kids will want most from you is simply love. Not going to get it. (laughs) Forget it. (laughs) Secret, or no, hidden wealth. What was it? Hidden wealth? Yeah, but they were poisonous snakes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hidden wealth, yeah. Yeah. Why does it have to be hidden? Oh, it's like inner wealth? I don't know. That's a weird term. I don't know. A turtle's egg. The turtle is universally seen as a symbol of health and longevity. Your main wish for your children is good health and physical wellness. Dinosaur's egg. The thing you want most for your children to grow in is to grow into, you, you know, this is too long for someone with this throat condition. Sure. So, to grow uh, into what? So four is Do you want me to read answer. it? <laughs> yes, please. Okay. 
the thing you want is for your children to grow into unique individuals. You don't want them to be forced into cookie cutter molds of school, work, and society in general. They're bound to make mistakes. You just hope they make original ones. It's an admirable goal to have for your children, but keep in mind that one of the first steps children make towards independence is rebelling against their parents. Mm. But did anyone, keep that in mind. No. Oh, you're going to say years after. A chicken's egg, you don't have any wild dreams or ambitions yeah, yeah, for, yeah, your, yeah, yeah, yeah. for your kids. If they're happy, what else really matters? The security and simple pleasures of a normal life will do. Just one word of practical advice, and this is not one word. There's nothing wrong with having big dreams. Well, there's nothing wrong with having big dreams is one word in Japanese. <laughs> um, I feel like that's... Yeah, yeah and some it's weird. We The ones we did on the show last time, some of them were like so spot on, but then some of them do feel like uh, horoscopes a little bit. Crazy. Oh, I yeah. thought you were going to say horse shit. Yeah. <laughs> but that that's too. what it feels that's like to fun. me. Yeah. Um, Come on with f- this. Trying to find one that we're not going to all shit on. Um, that looks short. No, short. <laughs> also that. Yeah. And I can't find it. Okay. <clears throat> nope. This is going to have to happen on another episode. Fair. This has been a real strong finish. Mm. <laughs> this is another episode of Allison Reed Silently. <laughs> This Mother. is a visual. <laughs> you guys was delightful having you on the show. That's it. Well, He's I would like. I can't end. Short shows we're you, doing now. You came in a half an hour late. <laughs> Her voice is barely can't... working, man. She's over here working. Yeah. <laughs> working. <clears throat> All right. Well, I'm just going to keep doing the show. Well, I, have a, I, I, I have another half hour in me. I have a question okay. for you, Daniel. Mm. Do you regret purchasing kazoos for the kids? Because that happened before you arrived. We we revisited kazoos. I like, seriously was about to write an apology letter <laughs> to my sister-in-law. It was uh, it completely... It went so much worse than I had thought it was going to go. <laughs> yeah. What, now, when you saw them, what were you imagining? You know, not really sure. I think I th- I think uh, I thought it would be just a fun kazoo time. We would all uh, we would all kazoo some Christmas carols, yeah. and maybe some marching around the room, and then they would quickly be forgotten. But instead, it was a lot of screaming into a kazoo nonstop for hours. Sure, yeah, okay, yeah, because um, kids don't have a great attention span until you give them something you wish you had. I imagine someone would bust out the straw hats. Yeah. You know, a little bit of. You think the Rosens have straw, straw hats? I would not be surprised if your dad has a straw hat tucked away. In oh, a closet he might, somewhere. yeah. And in your strong defense, some of the more boring Christmas carols could use a kazoo. They could. Seriously. It would have made it better. I know. Uh, but, you know, kids really aren't into uh, singing Christmas carols, um, but they are into making lots of loud noises. <laughs> and that's what happened. Elliot is into slamming doors, Uh-oh. specifically our bedroom door. He wanted to play the slamming door game with me tonight. And yeah. I, he gave up because I had a such a lack game, of though. enthusiasm. Explain the game. Uh, so he's in the bedroom and um, he'll open. It starts with his closed door and he'll open the door and then you pretend like you were walking away and then you turn quickly and you go, what? And then he starts laughing hysterically and you pretend to like make a move towards the door and then he slams the door. That's I didn't know all cute. the moves. I didn't know the rules yeah, it, of the, the game. Hence, I was playing some other game. The big surprise turnaround look is key to the game because that, that's what made him hysterical. <laughs> but, the, but then sometimes 
it'll like you'll you won't hear him giggling on the other side of the door and then you open the door and he's just lying on the bed playing with something he's not supposed to play well with. he doesn't have a long attention span so he'll forget halfway through the game what's happening and then he'll go <laughs> wander off and do something else. so uh, you fun. guys it's been really fun having you on the show Thank you so much. Thanks for having us. I would like to again remind everyone, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Patreon. Super fun. (laughs) (laughs) AllisonRosen.com for all your Allison Rosen needs. You post pictures that are special to Patreon. I do. I do all sorts of stuff. I I mean, I already told them. You're, I always make a joke whenever I repeat stuff for anyone coming in halfway through. Like me. Yeah. But you're actually the exception to that. All right. I won't say anything else. No, it's okay. Everything's been said. I get it. <laughs> little refresher, <laughs> little reminder. Um, AllisonRosen.com. David Huntsberger. Yeah. Where might we find you? You can listen to my podcast, The Space Cave. You can listen to a number of stand up albums I have online at um, iTunes or wherever you get stand up, Spotify, Pandora. And um, I think that's pretty much it. You can. Find anything else, social media stuff at davidhuntsberger.com. Wait, how did you, did you already do your fifth anniversary junk show? Mm-hmm. How was it? It was fun. Yeah. Um, I liked that. didn't see you there. <laughs> Look, I have so many excuses right now. <laughs> hey, it was a fun time. Didn't it, didn't hold it against anybody who did not make it. It was, Thank it you. was fun. It was nice. So, um, Chad Daniels did a guest set. Oh, nice. My old pal Nick Swardson stopped by. People oh, cool. I hadn't seen in quite a while. So we had, it was a fun show. Awesome. Yeah. I didn't know you and Nick Swartz and our pals, old pals. Yeah, old buddies. He emailed me out of the blue after I did the last comic standing, which is sort of how he got contacted by Adam Sandler. So he's sort of like passing that along. And then we toured a bunch for a few years and stay in touch now and nice. stuff and whatnot. Yeah. He's funny. He seems like a nice guy. Very last nice. comic standing is that old? Because I feel like Swartzen's been around forever. And yeah, I, I feel like he's always time. been associated with Sandler. I remember him kind of like, val- I knew who he was and I thought it was a fake email. Like, there's no way this is real. And he was like, I'm real. I've, I've been doing it 11 years. Like, I'm legitimately a comedian. <laughs> and I was like, how funny he's like trying to validate it. But yeah, he'd been doing it for a while even then. So he's he's a long time in it. Wow. That's crazy. That's cool. Yeah. Good job doing a show for five years. That's hard. Thanks. Good yeah. It's fun. You can see all the posters move at my um, Instagram. That's so cool. I was going to say, Thanks. follow yeah. David on Instagram because he's posting all of his uh, comics. Yeah. Which are very fun. Thanks. Drew them years ago and they've just been sitting there. I have a book of them physically, but people aren't really into that. So I'm they don't like books. putting them out on Instagram, which <laughs> yeah, I'm people a little like books. Books are up. Why yeah. do you yeah. feel conflicted? I, I feel like everything has to get funneled into. It's like if you had to take your taste buds and physically give them to Coke and Pepsi and the main figureheads. Like you have this mom and pop store that is your mm. website, and people in theory are like, "Oh, I like that more." But in reality, you'll go to where you're subjected to ads mm-hmm. or terrible content or whatever else, just because it's it's a trough where like the the slops always flowing. Mm. And I'd rather keep a little slop trough singularly, <laughs> but no one really goes there much anymore. So. I feel like that's that's Instagram to me. Yeah. I mean, I remember when Greg and I were setting up Childish, I was like, do we even need a website? Because he wanted us to have a website. And we do have a website, and it turned out really well, and I'm glad we have it. But I, I don't know if you really need that anymore. No. But everyone, check out childishpod.com. Yeah. You just only need Home Depot, <laughs> and you don't need mom and pop hardware stores. Well, that's but it's, it's that's what Amazon is doing to all marketplaces. To like, to all, yeah, there used to be. Oh, we'd go to this, uh, you know, retailer and their website, but now that retailer's on Amazon. Yeah, and they own the whole marketplace. 
the idea that we read those dystopian novels and went like, wouldn't that be something? And then no one cares now. People go, oh, I can, we can get the groceries here tomorrow through Amazon. Like that's the beast. Right. Like that is the future. And everyone goes, I, it's fine. I still, I just don't want to go to the grocery store. So we're all guilty of it. We all, I don't know why we're fighting and pretending like we're going to be out there living off the grid. We're not, we're trapped in this thing. It was interesting because I feel like I'm the canary in the coal mine sometimes being like, didn't you guys read the novels? Like, we know how this, how politically (laughs) how this goes. But yet I have like the stuff you're talking about. I have no problem with. I'm like, this just made my life easier. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Everything that makes life easier is the easiest way if you are one of these archetypes of it to realize like humans will always choose that versus uh, avoiding the assimilation or whatever you would call it of Big Brother or Amazon or whatever, Google, iTunes, etc. They're just steamrolling over with us being like, it is easy. So join join the DSA at DSA.org. Wait, what's the DSA? Democratic Socialists. We got to nationalize Amazon. That's right, folks. Uh That's the answer. I got a real Bernie bro on my hands. Uh, Renee, where might we find you? Yes, uh, I have a podcast called Can I Pet Your Dog? Uh, our producer, um, it's possible, it's possible that she just got a new dog, so it's real cute. So we got, oh. we got hot new, hot new stuff happening hot over new pup Can I Pet Your Dog? Yeah, it's real fun. So, uh, yeah, if you like dogs, come on over. I'm very excited about this new dog. Me too. Mm. Real cute. Daniel? Real cute. Hey, join, uh, the conversation, uh, the TV-versation. Yeah. Oh, that didn't really. Uh, over at my Discord, uh, I've got a, a channel at The Watching Hour, and you can go there and talk about Game of Thrones, and you can get excited about the new uh, Deadwood or uh, Killing Eve or uh, uh, Westworld, whatever the fuck you're into. We're talking about it. Yeah. Can I throw one more thing in? Yes, you can. As we record this, it's Earth Day. It is no longer Earth Day, but go out there and be good to Earth. Yep. That's it. If you did one thing on Earth Day that you're like, that wasn't so bad when you rode a bike. Earth's favorite, David. (laughs) You're hoping your your allergies will go down now. Yeah, Earth will take it. Earth hates me. We have a contentious relationship, and yet still, I I dislike seeing all the litter. As you know, I know. Yeah, yeah, I know how you feel about your neighborhood. So let's let's clean up a little bit, guys. (laughs) Jeff. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Colonel Jeff Fox. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Yeah, Allison Rosen.